Welcome back to Current Affairs, our show about the stories of love gone fatally wrong that are in the news right now. These shorter contemporary stories come out on Fridays, while our extensive full-length 90-minute-plus main episodes come out, of course, on Wednesdays. Today, we begin with an update in a story we covered last month. On October 13th, we covered the story of Melissa Mooney. Melissa was the second model to be found dead in Los Angeles in a short period of time, although police said that the cases didn't appear connected. At the time, no information was given about the actual crime itself, other than it seemed clear that there was foul play involved. Last week, the autopsy report came out, and it was fairly shocking. Trigger warning for extreme violence. When Melissa was found dead in her L.A. apartment on September 12th, she had been beaten and bound and then stuffed into a refrigerator. The report found blunt force trauma as well as traces of cocaine and alcohol in her system. The medical examiner wrote, The blunt force traumatic injuries observed at autopsy are generally not considered acutely life-threatening on their own. However, based on the circumstances of how Ms. Mooney was found, These injuries suggest she was likely involved in a violent physical altercation prior to her death. Therefore, it is uncertain what role drugs or alcohol may have played in her death, if any. So far, no arrests have been made in the case. The other Los Angeles model who died around the same time, 32-year-old Nicole Coates, also had an update. Her death has been ruled accidental after the medical examiner declared she died as a result of cocaine and ethanol toxicity. Coates' family remains very unconvinced. Said her mother, Sharon, the police aren't doing anything. They want to make it seem like there was no foul play. I just want to rule it out. Our main story this week is a truly disturbing case of a man who killed his girlfriend of just one month with an ice axe. 21-year-old Katie Pham and 23-year-old Daniel Gunnerson had only been dating for a single month at the time of the murder. On the day of the crime, May 18th, 2021, Gunnarsson had gone to his stepfather's home in Ridgecrest, California, to discuss his, quote, failing relationship with Katie. Gunnarsson's friends would also later say that he had displayed animosity towards Katie and had even expressed suicidal behavior. What was that podcast that we listened to, the L.A. podcast, where the boyfriend went up and hung out with his dad in Northern California as well? Yes, to live and die in L.A., Yeah, it's giving that energy for sure. At some point that day, Daniel called Katie and apologized and then picked her up to come back to his stepfather's house to talk. When they arrived, Daniel led Katie into the RV garage. Not long after, painters arrived at the house to complete a job, and they then reported hearing a woman screaming, as well as what they described as a shuffling of items. An hour later, the painters opened the door to the garage, where they found Katie partially unclothed and lying face down dead on a mattress topper. Daniel was reportedly completely covered in blood. So horrifying. During his trial, Gunnarsson's attorney tried to argue that someone else could have gone into the garage to kill Katie. The prosecution, meanwhile, said that evidence showed that Daniel had put on gloves and used a 24-inch ice axe to strike Katie more than 10 times. On August 30th of this year, Daniel Gunnarsson was found guilty of first-degree murder as well as mutilation of a corpse. I believe he might have abused the corpse in other ways as well. There's rumors of that? Yeah. People magazine reported that 
After the murder, Gunnarsson repositioned Pham's body and proceeded to touch her in a sexual manner. Last Thursday, he was sentenced to 25 years to life for the murder, plus an additional two years and four months for the mutilation. Katie's grandmother, Sheila, summed it up perfectly by saying, only a monster would do such a thing. And it just blows my mind that they had been dating for only one month and she was so young. Yeah, I mean, that Daniel obviously just can't be in society. No, obviously not. Because it could have been anyone or multiple people. Horrible. So given how brutal that one was, here are two quick hero kid stories as a palate cleanser. A pair of North Carolina parents were arrested and charged with child abuse after their 22-month-old toddler ingested fentanyl and almost died. Luckily for the little boy, his teen sister noticed that he was having trouble breathing and called 911. First responders were able to administer Narcan and the toddler was taken to the hospital in stable condition. The sibling's two 30-year-old parents are now in custody at the Stanley County Jail. Oh, thank goodness he lived in... Thank goodness for his sister. I hope that they can keep those kids together somehow or stay involved in each other's lives if they have to go to different family members. Over in Nashville, last Wednesday's daycare pickup went horribly wrong for Luis Mena. After picking up three-year-old Stephanie and seven-year-old Amy, he unluckily ran into Elijah McDowell, a man on probation who was running from the police after a car he had just carjacked had its tires popped by a spike strip. McDowell was wearing a ski mask and ripped open Louise Mena's driver's side door by trying to take the car as a getaway vehicle, despite there being two little girls in the back seat. Louise tried to fight back McDowell, but he was able to use Louise's t-shirt to throw him on the ground. Louise lost consciousness as McDowell took off with the car, terrified that he was driving off with his granddaughters. He came to, however, when he heard one of the girls cry. As soon as she saw her grandfather fighting with the masked man, Quick-thinking Amy had pulled three-year-old Stephanie out of the car and gotten them to safety. McDowell was later caught and arrested. We hope that that little bit of sibling love in the face of all of this darkness brightens up this otherwise very bleak report. Until next time, I'm Jesse Prey. And I'm Andy Cassette, signing off for Love Murder Current Affairs. 